0: You're listening to the Corporate Quitter Podcast, where it's all about exploring possibilities for making an honest living outside of the traditional 9-to-5. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Corporate Quitter podcast. I'm super excited about the guest I have on today. Her name is Erica Weterlite. She is an awesome actress as well as the founder of Light, which is a company that helps promote confidence and self-love in the realm of dating and relationships. And it's really funny because we actually met through this crazy women's program like five years ago called Mama Gina's. And basically we got connected because we were like dancing on an island, basically naked together with
1: like a group of 100 women. So Erica, I am so happy that you're on this call. Thank you. That was the best intro. And I, I want to bring you everywhere and introduce me like that. (laughs) That's like ideal.
0: You know what it's I, we, we had so many wild experiences together that I couldn't help, but like bring it up. Like I I, I try to tell people this, the type of things that we did when we were on these retreats or these, these
1: events. And it's just like, I'm, no words, no words at all. No word. Well, that's why I'm like, you know, I was like, you could be as transparent as possible. But I I laughed because I'm like, it's not like we met in a business program, you know? I I mean, some of the people
0: who are coming on the podcast, I've met in a business setting, like actually I'm uh, interviewing someone else this afternoon and her, I actually met her at my first corporate job on Wall Street. So it's a completely left side. Yeah, yeah. But so, you know, to go from that to like this, where it's like, you know, such extreme Differences between like swamping and the the bedazzling and the just we can get into it later. But right. um, so other than the being naked on a beach and dancing around, what's your story like? How did you how did you even get into acting? Like how did you start Weed the Light? Did you go to college for like acting school? Did you have a job?
1: Like give me all the deets. Yeah, I think it's funny. It's like the corporate quitters. I'm like, I don't even think I was a corporate starter. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, yes, corporate quitters. And I'm like, no, bitch, you didn't even start. Like, but that's amazing
0: in itself, too, right? Because we are conditioned right out of college to get a good job, right? Yes. Like one that someone employed you to take versus you being your own employer. So, or, or even going out on a limb. So that's, yeah, tell me, tell me what happened. So if you didn't, well, you know,
1: do the job, yeah. what'd you do? Well, okay. So listen, you know, this is a, it's a loaded conversation because it comes with privilege. You know, like if I, I, you know, have a very blessed family and they were like, she's a whack job. And they said, you know, do <laughs> let your wings fly, you know, and that ca- that came with privilege, you know, cause not everyone was in that, in that situation. But with that being said, I grew up with a learning disability actually. Well, did you really? I did. Oh my God. I didn't know idea.
0: You know, yes. I had a, I had um a coach on two days ago and she is She's a coach primarily for people with learning disabilities. Really? And since I've had her, I showcased her like two days ago on Instagram. I haven't even released the episode yet. So many people have reached out to me and they're like, I have dyslexia. I have ADHD. Like I have anxiety. I have all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, all these people who are like, not only crushing it, but just like what you would consider an average person is like, you know, they're struggling with this every day and yet they're beating the odds.
1: Absolutely. And I thought that was like. I was done you know what I mean like what it solidified I was like oh the the standard path is not for me and I was very into theater then and so like I was like I'm gonna do acting I'm gonna do acting and I went to I was blessed to go went to one of the best schools in the country for acting did that loved it and so I never thought I would ever stray off of acting and then I did and that was wild to me you know because I never thought I was like I'm gonna do acting I'm gonna do acting and I still do you know I just told you I auditioned five minutes before this uh but I I, (laughs) you know so it's still very prevalent in my life but I always thought that was that was just going to be the path so the learning disability in ways was a gift because it taught me how how to survive yeah it it taught me how to survive I mean like people like that's a crazy story like I knew, you know, I had to learn different skills. Like in gym class, I'd be like, "I'm not running the mile," so that I would go. This is crazy, but I would go to Starbucks and get the teacher's coffee and gossip. And the <laughs> hey, teacher you gotta like, "Gotta make it work," <laughs> right? And I would, and they're like, "All right, sing me a show tune," and I'm like, "All right, I'll sing you a show too. But it, was, <laughs> it, it taught me like how to interact with people, how to make people laugh, how to talk to everyone. Like it, though, I didn't come out being like, "I have a math certificate" or like, yeah. "I don't <laughs> to do long division." Like I, it really shaped me as a person, and then. It me to understand people and have empathy for people, which is how I started the business. Cause I'm like, listen, I, I I've seen it all. Like I've, I've, I've lived through it. And, and it also let me connect with all different people, all different paths of life. Cause I'm like, listen, I get you, you know, like I, I stu- suffered and struggled too. Yeah. Let me show you the shortcut and get you to the sweet spot. Basically. Totally. And that's the thing, like, you know, with my coaching, it's like, I have been, if I haven't been through it exactly, I've been through something adjacent, You know what I mean? So I'm not like just being, just throwing random stuff at these, at these people and being like, here you go. Like I'm just regurgitating information. I'm like, oh no, I've lived this. Yeah. So if I can do it, you could do it type thing. Yeah. It
0: is really inspiring too, when people walk the walk, not just talk the talk, right? There are so many people in the world, especially now that online businesses are so prevalent, like anyone can run an online business, but if you don't have the experience behind it, which obviously the empathy comes as a result, like
1: you know, it's not appealing. It's actually kind of gross. It's like skeevy. It's so gross. And honestly, that's in the beginning that I was like, I love this business. I love this business. And then I was like, maybe like three years in, I was like, Do I want out? Because I mean we the light. Yes. Cause I was seeing so many coaches and online businesses that weren't genuine. And I was like, Oh, I feel so skeeved. And then, you know, I had to come back to like, why do I love this? And what's my mission and all that that helped me get back? But Yeah, it's if you're not walking the walk and talking the talk, who the hell cares? You know, like, yeah, I don't want to invest with that person.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I'm actually interviewing someone after this. Her name's Caroline. She's super cool. You two would get along so well. She's a coach and she got like certified through the school and like did all the things. And she was saying how it's always been a bit of a push and pull because in her heart, she wants to go at it in a free, like a free flowing way. She wants to, you know, basically not push so much for like the capitalist notion of like, you got to hustle and like build and scale and like get as many people as you, as you can, versus just like, no, I'm going to be in the present moment. I'm going to be with these people fully as fully as I can and just go with it that way versus like, got to
1: get the clients, got to build, got to build. Like they're very different approaches to it. So different. Also like you become with coaching, like you're a person, like these are people that have like real lifetime problems, not like, so when people talk about it, like in numbers, I'm like, Ugh. like, sure, you got to live, you got to eat. Of course I get what, but what it's like, yeah, I love what I already love her message. Cause it's like, these are people that you're dealing with and you need to like be present for them. Yeah. Not just like next, you know? So I love that her message sounds awesome. And I can't wait to listen to yeah. that Yeah. <laughs> <now>, so.
0: <laughs> so with We the Light, like when, so when did it actually come together like when you're like I'm gonna do the business right did you start off like as you were doing acting like working with people and like coaching them and then you were the people were like oh let's you should start a business or was just like how did it come together and where is it now totally. compared to when you started
1: so so different which is like kind of great you know we like live our lives and we're like d and I'm like oh wow that like <laughs> lots of things happen yeah <laughs> you know lots to celebrate um which is really cool but yeah so doing the acting thing doing a part-time job working at my family business real again being so narrow-minded and being like or tunnel vision I should say be like acting 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 and then kind of like had a dark night of the soul year so I what does that mean like just a horrible like
0: Uh, one of those
1: yeah like wow everything's
0: going
1: Futured. to shit. yes yeah. exactly I had one of those. <laughs> yes and it was like listen like what do you want to do about like what do you want to do about this and so from there i got really like again i was living i had no it never would have thought in a million years business because again i have a learning disability i have a learning disability like i that was so hammered in my head that whatever that wasn't even an option or i thought it wasn't an option but i was doing all these holistic methods of healing for like myself And so I would go to a Reiki class or I'd go to like do a life coaching program, not and be like, I'm going to become a coach, but like just for kicks, like for myself. And then it started to snowball. And I was like, well, my friend's coming over and they want this might as well. And then it, and I was like, oh no, like I saw it slowly start to like, oh no, this is happening, but it's completely taken a different shape now, but I'm grateful for everything I learned back then, you know, like it really organically took shape, which is ideal.
0: Yeah, of course. And
1: it's better to do it like that
0: versus forcing it because at least from what I have found over the past few years of like trying to build businesses like this is the first time that I'm like really running with it and the only reason for that is because it feels so natural and it's free flowing and like, I feel so happy and good every day and that's why it's working versus before I was like, trying to force an outcome trying to force myself to write the blog posts like wasn't nope. really feeling it like it's completely different approach and it's made the difference.
1: It's an energy, like, you know, this sounds super woo-woo, but it's an energy game.
0: Oh, definitely. I've heard, and even for myself, like, the energy that you put into something, people can feel when you're like, heart and soul is in something, or yep. it's, like, it's not, 100%. Yeah. And that's in yeah. with everything, relationships, products,
1: everything. It's so true. It really, I couldn't agree more. And, I, yeah, when I was in fear, it was, like, you felt like this person is just trying to get clients or like you feel the crunch. And now it's, I think it's, it's really changed and I'm happy to be here, you know, post like I have to be here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So with your business, like obviously there are pros and cons, like what's the best part about having it and what's the most challenging or like the icky parts that you
1: don't like about it? Oh, that's so good. Damn. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, so <thoughts>. cute. <laughs> yeah, they got like, like <laughs> um Okay, let's think about this. Okay, I'll go negative first, so we could end with like you know a rose and thorn moment. So the negative. Uh, let me think about this it's like a negative, but also a pro. Like, it's very weird to have, like, have complete freedom of your schedule. It's, I guess.
0: Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Where you don't have to report somewhere and like, you know, you got to be there by 9am. Like, yep. you know, it's like, oh, I guess I can like lay in bed for another hour on
1: like Instagram. <laughs> right. Right. And this is an example yesterday. It's a pro, but it's also bizarre. Like yesterday I went out with my sister to to lunch and I was like, okay. And then I'm gonna come back and do work. And it was like, well, no one's really telling me i have yeah again that's a great thing like what what a what a privilege to have that but i was like it's it's weird it's a mind you know messes with your mind a little bit so that has been it's not a con but like i've definitely have had to like get used to it and build the schedule otherwise i like flounder yeah so like i try to wake i mean i've been living my best life lately but i've been trying to get up (laughs) been like Five and 30 thirty, I'll say, but like to do otherwise, like it's it's just too complicated for me. So I'm like, I'm trying to set a schedule where you're working out every day, and you're doing mindset stuff. And then, you know, so that's been a little bit of a challenge for me. Uh the pro is what uh, also wait, hold on. The other con is real quick, is I really <laughs> like okay I going to list like, yeah, okay, <laughs> now. Yeah, I'm like I'll try to be more positive. But the one con, but the I think this is important to say because I think this is like For listeners, it's something like, oh, true. Like, I need to work on that too. I've had to like regulate my nervous system around money because in the past, it's been a paycheck.
0: Yeah. Now it's
1: like, you may get it's feast, it could be feast or famine. Yeah. So I've had to like truly change my relationship with money and regulate my nervous system. Like, it's okay. You didn't bring money in this week or whatever. Like, but you made a lot of money two weeks ago. Like, I've had to like, on a nervous system level, change my relationship to money. And on a practical level, like you can't spend it all. Cause you don't know if it's going to come. Like, you know what I mean? So it's been like, Oh, the, definitely. Yeah. Like a spiritual journey of the money. And then also like a concrete thing. So that's, that's a quote unquote con, but really it's a pro. Cause it's can like, we can we like yeah. get
0: into that? Cause that's even something yes. like right now, like I am so new to this, that I am like got a whopping $0 like on this, like, yeah, just putting in so much money to invest in it. and I'm loving every second of it, but I see all the time, like whether it's on Instagram or TikTok or podcasts, like, you know, one day you have like 20 sales and the next day it's crickets. And then it's like Mm -hmm. such a, it's such a up and down battle. And obviously it takes time to even stabilize, right? That's automated like emails and like you have a system so that it's continuous, but how do you manage that? And did you, did you like buy a course? Did you read a book? Was it like trial by fire? Like, how did you get to the sweet spot where now you can like enjoy your day to day without like breaking onto a cold sweat and like crying and rolling in a ball? Like help me (laughs)
1: because I'm kind (laughs) of approaching that point. Yes. I hear you. I, okay. I done all the courses. I did all the things that you're supposed to do. It wasn't till I did it myself. And I mean, put myself in real bad situations you know like let me like it took me be having such a foul relationship to money like just spending like a wild beast that I was like oh I'm out of control and now for the first time I have savings and so like this week this lot this is a sidebar but a few weeks ago, I did a big commercial and I was like, Hey, yeah, some abundant. And then that's amazing. (laughs) Thank you. But then, you know, you go back, I mean, have clients and all that. So, but like you make a lot more money on a commercial than what I was making. So it was like, (gasps) but because I had this, so it's like, I said, it's a two-parter. It's like this practical magic thing, right? Like, it's like the practical is like, all right, Erica, you have a check coming in, but you have some saving. Like, you know what I mean? Like the practical needs to be addressed and also the magic part, I hate saying magic, but you know what I'm saying? Like, is like regulating the nervous system to feel like I'm safe, I'm safe, I'm safe, I'm safe. Well, that's what it comes
0: down to. Like, even when you think about like all the fears you have in life with like launching the business, spending the money, like, you know, getting married, like all the big moments or even the small moments, like it just goes back to safety, right? If you put yourself out there and you're, you know, on TikTok or, like, whatever it is, you're, like, doing that commercial, like, it is a bit of a
1: fear, which is basically a lack
0: of, like, you feel like you're not safe. It all yes. comes back to safety.
1: Exactly. And here's the thing, like, you're gonna do things that are, you feel really unsafe. I mean, like, the, like, a dumb example, but, like, me doing that commercial, the audition I just had, it feels really unsafe because you look like an asshole, you know? Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, you can curse. We're okay. full, yeah, fully yeah. raw on this, okay. on this podcast. I'm like, oh, um but like I'm like dancing like a fucking idiot you know so like (laughs) you so you feel over and over and then you know you go on Instagram and I'm doing Instagram live like it's it is there is such a thing as a visibility hangover so I think like going back to the money thing like it is important to do it's so important to do the practical work because you feel so empowered and it's so important to do the "Quote unquote magical work of letting your nervous system know I'm safe," because when you're putting yourself out there and you're putting yourself out there and putting yourself out there, it feels scary, you know. So, but yeah, I I would encourage anyone that that resonates with like to do the money work because it's I've had such a interesting relationship to money and I'm so glad I'm coming out the other side because it wasn't it's not fun when you're in it
0: oh no it sucks like no one wants to feel like they're not in power and also like it's funny that we place such a large emphasis on money which is a material thing and yet we don't care as much about time which is actually the thing that we're running out of you know what I mean like right like money is replenishable time is not
1: exactly but that's a whole
0: nother conversation but so okay for let's say for me like if I want or someone else who's listening like what would be a good starting place to do the money work whether it's practical or like the magical side of things is that like getting really clear and writing out your all your expenses your bills your debts or is it like goal setting like what is what does that look like
1: I would to not overwhelm yourself I would do let's call it the practical magic or the yin or the on, right? So we'll say practical magic because I think that's more fun. So like practical, you know- It like, is let's very say, you. You're very you know witchy yeah. as you call it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, this works. Um, but practical, it's like, all right, what are the practical, like so, let's say the next three months, what do you want practically to happen? so maybe it's like you know what I'm going to and you don't have to spend a lot of money to do this like I'm gonna follow uh finance influencers online I'm gonna read two finance books like I'm gonna look at my expenses and is there anything like I really actually don't need like can I cut out the Netflix and just have Hulu I don't know making stupid shit up but you know what I mean like let's that's the practical of like of that and then the magic piece is doing even if you're resistant to it maybe like okay I want to like change my relationship to money. Oh, Does that yeah. make sense? Well, like- the, I found that I did, I did the, the rational,
0: the practical pieces and they were really insightful, mm-hmm. but you're, you know, if Dave, Dave Ramsey's telling me how to do it, like you're a multimillionaire, like we are not at the same space of like, like, I'm not going to be able to jump to where you are. Cause we're just in very different places. Right. It's like, they yep. say, Oh, like live, like you have 24 hours, like Beyonce. Well, yeah, but she has like probably twenty assistants. She has a whole yep. team of people. She's married. She's got publicists on her side. Like I'm just a one man show. It's a so, different scenario. Yeah, exactly. And no excuses, but right. that's the reality of it. So, what I found was me getting really clear from a magic side of like, do I oversave? Do I overspend? Do I over hoard? Do I like over give? Like again, all the overs. It could be on the plus side, on a negative side, but like, and even sounds really messed up, but I bet a lot, 50% of people probably do this for the longest time. I was actually afraid to look at what was going on in my life. Oh yeah. In terms of like what I owe my, like basically my entire breakdown of expenses. Like I knew, right. I knew I had student loans. I knew that I owed this much on my rent every month, but I didn't actually see the full breakdown until like, I don't know, I think I was like 25 or 26. And I was like, oh shit. Like I've been avoiding even looking at this, because that would mean I would have to take action or I'd be really uncomfortable looking at it. And, and, and right. in the end, when I did start to look at it every freaking day, then I started to make really smart decisions and I paid my loans off and I did the things, but it's, it's not easy, but I'm glad that you mentioned all those steps. Cause I think for someone who like, especially younger people, even like my brother, who's 18, like who's just getting started on his financial journey. That's wildly helpful. It is. And
1: you need the boat. You need both, right? Yeah. Like you, you literally, it's a marriage of both. Yeah. Cause if you just do the practical, I mean, God bless, but then you have no relationship to it. Yeah. So, and then if you just do the relationship, that's where you get into the dangerous territory of, which is great, but I'm abundant. I'm abundant. And then people are swiping their cards and swiping their cards and swiping. Oh and yeah. $500,000 like, of credit card. You know that what was, I mean?
0: That was something I struggled with when I was younger, like 25, right? Fresh out of college. I'm like, glow in my eye like life is so exciting like I can do anything right you're in like that you know fiery state and you're thinking okay if I just practice manifestations and keep saying the things that I want and like doing all the vision boards versus taking action like they're not just gonna come that's a crock of shit as my grandmother would say (laughs) like it is like you know just to say you want something is great but you have Mm -hmm. to also take imperfect action and like really like be uncomfortable
1: Right. And it's dangerous. And here's the thing. That's why I truly, truly believe it's a marriage of both. Because if you're so like, I'm abundant, I'm abundant. And then you look and you're like, oh my God, I got into $50,000 of credit card debt in a month, you know, like yikes. Or if you're what like, in I'm the pri- hell are you buying? I could, if someone let, gave me that, I'd be like, all right, um, but, <laughs> but I'm like, dare me on that challenge. I'll do it. But <laughs> if you're doing just the practical too, it's like, sure. That's great. But then maybe you're like, maybe you're overly saving or there's scarcity or there's yeah. that like so I truly believe it's a full marriage of both but like our society really it's like the spiritual the spiritual community really only focuses on the on the magic part and society only really focuses on the practical part yeah so I think like the true gold is in the mix of both and um, something really quick just to you know before we move on but like why this is important so often people are like yeah, yeah, yeah that topic like whatever whatever but like this, unfortunately, I think in our lifetime is going to be, you know, it's a source of power.
0: Oh, yeah. You I know, feel
1: like our generation has
0: tapped into something. And maybe this is the beauty of the internet too, right? We are able to connect with so many people. There's so many more options. But I feel like we're in this place where like anything is possible. Like you can, you can easily like change so much and do so much and experience so much whereas before you were limited to the confines of your small town and maybe you took a trip every so often like right it was not to the magnitude of what it is now
1: and even like a movement right because I think like the thing is there's like an old martyr story like oh my god so many people are suffering I need to then suffer and I need and I'm like if we want to play this game like the way to have power and to make change in this lifetime it looks like you're gonna have to have money or oh, have a relationship yeah. to money. You know what I mean? Just, I'm not like getting saying to a, buy- like,
0: like you're basically right. not being selfish
1: about it anymore. You're just like, a, you're
0: accepting of it and knowing that you can also have more power to give it and help. You, ha- I hate
1: that this is how it is, but that's how- we we're doing it now and like that's what we've always done it but like you unfortunately have a voice if you so i'm like so many people like oh but i don't want and i'm like what if you change that narrative and i want like the listeners know like what if you change that narrative and been like i'm gonna use this and i'm gonna give it to businesses that i want to support like women-owned businesses or black-owned businesses you know like instead of being like oh i feel so like no use that power to make the change that you want if you don't have these resources we can't make as big as a ripple effect. You know what totally. I mean? So it's like it's it's so, you know, we we really want to always shrug this conversation off, and be like, no, I just want to get by, I want to get by. It's like if you have any desire for change in this planet, whether it be for the planet, for you, for your family, for your, you know, community, unfortunately, this is how we have to play the game. And it's like, and you use that power to then empower, you know, and oh yeah, I don't know. You know, you know what I'm saying. But I think hundred percent. Get
0: it. And thats yeah.
1: I think part of the reasons
0: why I started to stem away from the corporate environment was because the impact that I was making at that job was so little and so insignificant, even with the addition of me putting in volunteer hours, I just felt mm-hmm. like, listen, there's more. I can still make a fuck ton of money and impact thousands of people. yeah, and in a way that's pleasurable and enjoyable for me because that's the world we luckily live in right now. that it's exactly. possible. People
1: are doing it every day it is pop- and I'm so I'm grateful for us that like we've at least seen some people go forward yeah doing that like I'm like yeah. I'm I'm grateful that we've like seen people go ahead and like successfully do that It like gives us permission and I hope this conversation gives others permission to be like oh it's actually doable and it's not like a fable you yeah. know
0: yeah it is possible I mean I have to say a lot of the women that we met at Mama Gina is like the women's group, like a lot of them are fucking badasses. Like, yeah. you know, they are running these businesses or they have like these amazing relationships that like every woman like dies for, you know, like the man who just like spoons over her and like gives her the <laughs> flowers and all the things. But we kind of went on a tangent there but I'm so happy we went on that but yes. so getting back to the pros and cons of business we obviously went through the cons <laughs>
1: <Sorry> <laughs> you know, no, it's like,
0: what um no that's I love that we talked about that but what do you find is then a pro of having your business
1: yeah you know I mean this like this you know like I talked to my other friends that are and it's no shade like that are in corporate and they're like hell. <laughs> you know like, like what are you doing right now I'm like yeah. I just, you know I, I was just talking to my friend and she's like oh my god I'm in 5,000 meetings that I hate she's like what are you doing I'm like well I just had a commercial audit I had two clients and I had a commercial audition now I'm doing a podcast like what you It's know, so exciting like, it is and this you know yesterday I was looking at my calendar I'm like oh shit I have a lot of shit to do tomorrow and I'm like what a great problem oh yeah it's all stuff I love. like I get to audition I get to have clients I get to be on a podcast I like what? You know what I mean? Like, so that is magical. And also like, I feel like I have to say like, I get to help people, but yeah. like you get to help people. And that is, it's, it's empower. It's, it's empowering. Yeah,
0: it really is. And it makes life, I don't want to say worth loving, right? Cause there's so many beautiful things in life, like right. the relationships, the, you know, all the stuff, but it really does. It's the fuel behind a lot of Why people do what they do is because of you know them helping others or them helping people move forward in certain things or even like in your case with your business like you know helping people become confident or like really experience self love which frankly a lot of people don't have they don't have or they weren't taught to even know that that's a thing
1: right and that's I mean you can't make that shit up like that's priceless when someone's like I got it like I finally got it or thank you so much like this change of like you can't make that up
0: you know. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, one thing I, I always wonder, cause like, I feel like you're coaching, you end up bouncing around a lot, like obviously, right. It's about like, you have self-confidence and like all of that, but then you also dabble in like dating and relationships and like sexual empowerment and like sensuality, which like, they're all amazing points, but like, how do you bring that together? And like, do you find that there's one piece of all of those that is the missing link to like then get to the others like is it the confidence that makes them you know be sexually empowered is it the, is it the self-care is it the self-love like what is it yeah that's
1: a great question I think it's almost like this is I'm trying to boil it down to as basic as possible like or what's the thread line. I almost wonder this is so not like glamorous but I wonder if it's like alignment slash embodiment okay and then you know what i mean like that's like the ba- the skeleton and then from there it is the self love piece it is this. it is high it is the pleasure piece too you know what i mean <laughs> yeah cuz it I means yeah well so i
0: like when you mean embodiment what does that mean in your terms like yes
1: so often, so people and a lot of people that come to me are have a lot of anxiety. And even if you don't have anxiety, we're like, like, we're either like firing off from our head, mm-hmm. or we are on autopilot, right? Like, so often, we're like, I'm gonna eat the same breakfast I had yesterday I'm gonna do that. Like, so the embodiment piece is getting from the brain into the body just a little bit more and being like more alive to the senses i would say okay like being here because it's like i i don't know about you but it's like all right i'm gonna do this i'm gonna eat lunch i'm gonna do that like it's like hold up you know like what if i like really enjoyed my food what if i was really present to like feeling in my body like there it's again it's like the non-glamorous answer and uh, like it's like getting people back to their center yeah before because like if you're out of like whack and you're like not embodied if you're not tuned in shit's going to be hella messy
0: oh yeah shit
1: can still be hella messy but you know what i mean like it's i feel like my job is like snap them back to themselves like you're come back come back come back you know what i mean like it's a lot of interior interior work oh yeah and that's i
0: find with most issues or even advancements in life it's all interior like it's all mental it's all coming back to like heart center if you will like really and becoming really attuned with like who you are and not feeling guilty about that like you are who you are like, all the quirks and the the flaws and all that, and you're still in this present moment, not having the squirrels run in your head of, like, I'm a mess, I'm a mess, I'm a mess, this isn't working out, I fucked up, like, blah, 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 and just being here and experiencing the moment is, like, when you're actually in your most power.
1: Yes, and I think it's, with the embodiment piece, like, I think it's, again, a marriage of, embodiment and mindset and for years I was like eh, mindset's so stupid and now <laughs> I like, like I, I'm like all right I get it now but it's like you know our mind is can play tricks on us and can go down real dark paths so I think like there has to be I guess there's an invitation to like really question your thoughts like is this true or is this me just spiraling at you know like there's I think it's really healthy to have a curiosity with your thoughts. Yeah. And be like, hmm, if this is true, you know, like, I think there just needs to be more internal dialogue, but when we're on autopilot, we, so the day takes us and experience takes us. It's like taking that power back, I think is the alignment piece. Like I'm taking, I'm taking it back.
0: So when you have a client, how do you even start on the embodiment piece? Because right. I feel like people are so complex and a lot of people have trauma, whether it's like sexual mm-hmm. trauma or like whatever it is. So how do you even get to the place of approaching the embodiment aspect, but also chipping away at those blocks or the, the issues at hand that might prevent them from accessing embodiment
1: in the first place? Totally. That's a great question. I kind of mix different theories. So it's like talk therapy, but then also it's an embodiment piece. So it's like, you have to kind of mirror where they're at and you have to hold space for where they're at. So if they're like, bitch, like I can't, I am not in a place. It's like, okay, let's just like talk. And I will never rush, like, let's get into your body. It's like, well, like we will go slow and steady with what the person needs. So maybe it's just like breathing and feeling the sensations in their body. Maybe it's just light touch. Like you you said, like most people have trauma, so you can't go from zero to a hundred. Um, and that's like with my coaching I try to have a mix of everything so people feel safe because if it's like no 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 can't do this day it's like no problem let's go over here you know so there's like different ways to hold it if that makes sense
0: it does and I I it's interesting that you bought like brought that up the touching part because I distinctly remember right before I purchased like the women's like got into mama Gina, right. You have like the preliminary free weekend, which was amazing. And I think one of the activities they had us do was they were listening to like really like sad, gushy music. And like the room was tinted blue. I don't know if you remember this, but like they're, they were like, okay, I want you to like rub your arm and like, just like be aware of like the sensations in your body. And I remember sounds so fucked up, but like, I was so scared to even touch my arm. Cause it felt like it was wrong. Right, like, mm-hmm. cause from a sexual perspective, it's like, no, you're not like, as a woman, right? I'm young, like, you know, I'm supposed to be like, protect my body, like, I, it's just, it's a saint, like, I'm I'm what is it? Not a saint. It's like they call it it's like the holy grail, right? You're supposed to yes. like protect yourself, and so me being young and being a daddy's girl and everything, like, right? Can't touch myself, like, that's bad. And even though I'm just rubbing my arm, like, I broke down in tears, and there was so much shit that I had to process out of that. And once I was able to like sound stupid do that without getting emotional was like such a huge huge step in the right direction right and that's a thing like
1: you know but it's each, so little it's so it's, little and, and no one and even yet knows it's about monumental it. and yet and, and yet it's monumental you know what I mean? like that i'm sure that like okay right like that let's take that one thing that just that you're talking about that I'm sure affected so many fucking areas of your life. Like probably like relationships and receiving and this and you know what I mean? Receiving was a
0: big one. I, it was very difficult for me to receive anything, gifts, any type of romantic love. Like I was always giving so much, right. As women, Mm -hmm. we love to give, but it's very difficult for us to receive. So me just being able to touch my arm again, this is not even sexual, just touch my arm and like be okay with that was like the floodgates opened of like, now I can experience like all the pleasures of life, right. Receiving gifts, like receiving hugs. Like, I mean, not that I didn't love hugs before, but like, it's a, it's a completely different experience when you're not rejecting the things that are coming to you out of love.
1: So true. It's like so true. So bizarre, but like really cool. Yeah. But like, and here's the thing, like, I think that's, you know, when I get like on the entrepreneur, like oh, fuck, you know, like why am I doing this? Like, should I become an accountant? I mean, I would never been able to be an accountant, but like, I just am not going to. No, ask, you but, wouldn't. You're <laughs> yeah. way too bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, "Kill this girl! She's so annoying." Yeah. Um, but, um, but like, okay, like never. That would have never been my path. But sometimes I'm like, oh, should I have done? You know, th- those thoughts creep in. Obviously, you're like, should I have done something more traditional? But then it feels like it feels. How do I go? How do I explain this? Like this stuff is priceless. Like it's super simple. And yet why the hell is this not a mainstream conversation?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what I mean? Like another part of this magic puzzle that I'm trying to figure out about like me introducing the adulting manual. Like there are some people who are coming and saying, I want the life lessons of learning you know, the money, the taxes, the how to purchase a house. But then there's like a huge chunk about like, how do I fucking love myself? Mm-hmm. How do I like actually approve of my body? How do I look at my body in the mirror? And I'm not like in disgust. Like, how do I even approach dating? How how, how do I process the traumas I've had as a child? Like these things that will shape the way that you go about your life. No one has really discussed, at least from mm-hmm. an educational perspective in school. So like, how do I bring all that together and not have it be a complete shitstorm of like word vomit, you know, like,
1: but right. it's so, it's so vital, especially for younger kids. It's, I it's so necessary. And that's why it's, it's crazy that we go through life. And it's just, it's sad that so many people go through life and, and so shame to them. It's just not available. Yeah. And some of this stuff is not even, I mean, we're young and we did crazy programs and, and stuff, you know, that, yeah. and that, so it's, it's, it's really, it's a shame that, that, that this is not accessible to everyone. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God, this needs to be like, this needs to be a normal conversation. Yeah. You know, like why? And so many people feel in the dark about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, for the longest time, not so much shame, but I felt really guilty for spending all the money that I did on Mama Gina's. Cause yep. that shit was expensive. Like for anyone listening, like put 12 grand on a credit card. Like that was nuts. Right. Like, that was the most expensive right. thing I've ever bought in my life. And, you know, I'm trying to explain to people like, yeah, I bought this, like I'm part of this women's group now. Like, you know, like we dance on a beach together, <laughs> like, you know, basically like, right. it's not like I'm going to college. It's not a feasible, tangible, like thing that I'm spending money on. Like, right. I didn't go buy a car and like, got exchanged for like that money, but like the amount of stuff that I learned over the couple of years that I was involved with the group and now seeing where I, my, where I am now at 27 was remarkably, remarkably impactful. Like I have a relationship now that is fucking awesome. Like my boyfriend is the shit. I love him. Like he's so great, yes. but even like my relationship with my family has gotten better. My relationship with myself, like it's been, I mean, I'm sure the same has happened for you. You've blossomed. I've seen you change so
1: much from, Thank from us starting, you know, so. It's, it's, and that's, you know, it's funny, like to go off of like my business too, it's Weird, because I'm not selling a product. Yeah, I'm not. You're not getting. I'm not selling you a candle. You know, my dad's in business, and so when we talk about business, it's like I'm like, oh my god! Like we're talking two different. It's so funny we both have business, but we're talking two different languages. He's product based, so he's like, I don't, I don't get it. I'm not selling something, quote unquote, tangible, and that's confusing for people to buy. It's like, here, give me your money, and I'll change your life. You know, it's, it's confusing. But as you said. It's not like you're going to get a candle or a sweatshirt at the end of it. It's not an immediate. It's right. But it's, I truly believe if you are committed to doing the work, like we'll say in a program like my own, like with me, pretend, because I know, you know, my caliber of work. Uh, you know, you will have, your foundation of your life will change. Oh yeah. And and that's sc- but that's scary to some people. Cause it's like, like you said, like, let me just get the car. Let me get the fit. Like, it's kind of like you're blindly putting your your faith in someone yeah and and it's it's a lot it's it's yeah it's so it's I you know I laughed at the $12,000 thing because it's like it's it's crazy but I'm so glad we did it because it changed the foundation of our life oh yes
0: yeah and it's you know one of the best investments I love now. I mean, it for a really long time, I used the phrase investment for like everything that I spent money on. Same. So I was like, oh my God, I bought this Tory Birch bag and it was like $500. And it's such a great investment because I'm a badass corporate woman. And I'm like, no, 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 girl, like you're just calling it an investment because you're trying to make it look good. Like you still spent right. the money that maybe you shouldn't, but you know, yeah, it's like one of the most remarkable things that I paid for. And now years later, the benefits Have been a remarkable end. If we're talking about money, back you know when you were saying don't spend a lot and like be aware of what's going on, I was able to pay it off. I saw that I could buy it, and within two like two years, getting my shit together, both like relationship wise with myself, but also like just my entire picture, my like my finances, like
1: everything changed. Everything. Yep. But that I'm sure in some ways you dealt with the practical magic of it, right? Like- Of course. The practical of like, let me look at this and okay, da, da, da. And then the magic piece that you're like, you invested in something, you f- fully changed your life. Because you skin in the game. That- right, exactly. So it's like, in that's how the practical magic shit works. It's that marriage that, you know, it's yeah. it's it's, cr- and it's scary to do, obviously. You're putting yourself out there, but it's so worth it.
0: Oh yeah. So to get back to like, embodiment and all that okay so let's say we crack the embodiment code right you're like yes I'm fresh I'm ready to go like new woman or new man right whichever one like where do you go from from that place like do you focus on self-confidence how does that come about and then like how does it get to a place where people feel like they are both romantically and sexually empowered to approach
1: dating totally it's you know it really depends per person Cause everyone's in different, totally different places in their lives,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but it it, usually it is the confidence piece comes next. You know, it's like, it's, it's the, like we talked about like the grounding, the presence I'm aligned. And then it's really the self-love piece. It's really the confidence piece. It's really the worthiness piece. Cause you're not going to go out and date. If you're, if you're, let me say this like this, if you're dating from a place of your inner child, you may take breadcrumbs. So like, how do I, I'm, I'm going off of a client I had earlier. So I'm like trying to, try to form this correctly. You need to do the self-love work first. And you don't need to do, there's like, I think a misconception in the community. Like you need to love yourself. It's like, you don't need to like fully 120% and then you'll get the partner, but you do need to do a good amount of work on yourself before that. Does that make sense? I mean, you can do it oh, at the same yeah. time, but I like mean, it helps the cause. I, heard a
0: phrase once and it was like, you, how can you expect someone to love you if you can't love yourself? And it was like, holy shit, that's completely Mm -hmm. right. And so, you know, it took me again, but I don't want to keep going back to mama Gina's, but like, right before I signed up for that, I was in a very dark place. I was, I had dated someone for like five years who just like, you know, it was great at the time. Right. Cause I was young and didn't know what was out there, but by the end of it, I was so like depleted. He was not that great. Like And I just felt like after that ended, like I was completely unworthy of love. Like I was never going to find a person. Like I was mortified that I would never find someone who could love me as much as the love that I was willing to give. And not only that, but like women, I feel like it's almost like the Cinderella effect, if you will. Like if we don't have a man, we almost feel like life is not like, we're not basically ready. Like life, how do I put this? I'm like if I don't have a man in my life, I'm not complete. Right. And, you know, then I'm just going to be locked in the attic and, like, my life is worthless and nothing good is going to come of it. It took so long, mm-hmm. so long for me to get out of that and realize that's uh, that's bullshit. Like, right. I love myself. I love the life I'm creating. And having a partner is just an additional benefit of it. It's not a one, you know, one thing solves all. Right. But, like, we're almost taught women are young again Cinderella like if you don't get your way and you don't get that whatever get gonna get locked in your room gonna throw yourself down and cry on a bench and like that's not that's
1: bullshit you know what it's really funny too is it perpetuates the, the story too meaning what I end up seeing with clients is they are either like glamorizing a breakup like they go through a horrendous breakup and the partner's horrible and they end up glamorizing that person I'm like you hated them you know like what it's because they haven't created a life they love. And so often what we do is we run into romantic relationships to escape our lives. Yeah. Because it provi- it's, our brain says, it's going to provide us a different life. You know, then I can hang out with them and I can go to dinners and I can have the, you know, like it, it, we somewhere in our brain, it says that's an escape. And so something I immediately work with my clients is, you know, obviously the self-love and the embodiment and feeling good and, you know, confidence and all that but it's helping them create a life they love because if they don't love their life, they're going to run into, they're going to run to the next person or run to the next thing in hopes to like, you know, if it's not a person, it's food. If it's not food, it's alcohol. If it's, you know what I'm saying? Like they, yeah. they, you will run towards something to be like, please take me away from my reality. Mm-hmm. So we have to get like, you know, as the coach, I have to help them create a life that they love. So they're not trying to escape it because so often we want to run to these romantic relationships. We want to run to things to escape our reality. So it's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. How can I actually create a reality that I love and I can get behind that I'm not trying to always escape from? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, for some people, I think they, especially for people who are older,
0: who have like major responsibilities, whether they have a home, kids, a car, whatever it is, they're married, right? They're in a deep marriage of X amount of years. How do you even start? to tackle something like that or not even we don't even have to get that complicated but how do you even start let's say someone who again like me like a year ago I was 27 living in this new brownstone in New York City right so cool but I had this corporate job and like how do you even start from that place of like let's chip away and find out what it is you actually like and let's what
1: is the life that you love and how do we even get there That's it. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think it's like desires. Cause so often I could, you know, we could say, Oh, live a life you love. And people are like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, like, I don't even know what I like. So I think that's why I have to give props to the pleasure conversation to know what the hell you even like. Like people are like, I want to live a life I love. And they're like, I don't even know what that means. So I think it's really important to like get, have people get clear on what they want, what they like, so we can have, does that make sense? Because it's like oh, so yeah. often we're on autopilot of like, I guess I should have this job. I guess I should have a dog. I don't know, I'm picking shit up. But like, I guess I should have this type of car. It's like, hold up, hold up. Do you even like that type of car? Hold up, hold up. Do you even like living on the East Coast or the West Coast? Like, it's like, it's almost simplifying and boiling it down. Like, do you like this? Like, what do you like? And then we we kind of get behind the list of what you like. And we try to make that happen. But so often people don't, do that introspection and look they just are like well I get you know I I got this job I went to college for this I got the job I got in the relationship and it's like hold up hold up hold up you know like what do you actually want like I I need you I love this this saying of like the main character energy oh yeah that's been like I love that I've been
0: seeing that that's like I think this past year people have really been using that phrase and it's like Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> right? I am the main character
1: in my life. But so many people do not take that and yeah. that's okay. There's no shame, but it's like reclaiming that, like, I am the main character in my life and I am going to create a life that I love. I need to know what I love first, Yeah, but I'm going to create that or try so, to create that.
0: With something like that, I feel like, again, I'm not the coach, but that's a lot of layers to peel back, right? Because it's a, yep, like you have the, the ideas and successes that your parents think you should have and then your peers and your romantic partner and your colleagues and like then when you really get down to it most people are like oh well you know I want the Honda I want the Honda Civic because it has really good gas mileage and like my brother has one and he says he really likes I'm like well do you really want that or did you want the Jaguar F-Pace because like really really take some time to think about that right and like, but the thing is people I don't even know again for myself if I've talked to people how do I even get to the place of knowing what it is that I want? I mean, not me specifically, but let's say right. I'm talking to someone, like, how do they know? Or how do the listeners, how can they find out what it is they actually want versus,
1: like, the facade? Uh, yeah, I think this is also a, this might be, like, a gut check. First of all, sometimes it does come right to your brain. And you're like, oh, shit, like, I actually might want the jaguar. Like, actually, that feels better. This is, like, a feeling thing. Like, heart, gut, body like ask instead of asking the brain because the brain will be like well the honda civic it's better on mileage and just asking the and the body might be like yeah the honda civic you know like i think it's instead of we have so many conversations and it ends at the brain and the brain can still be engaged but i think it's like genuinely asking the g- gut genuine genuinely asking is this a yes or is this a no in my body mm-hmm. and so often people don't and i think that's that's step one for the listeners like Get to know what a no feels like in your body, and get to know what a yes feels like. Yeah. So a no might be a contraction. A yes maybe this. It doesn't matter. But I would invite everyone to listen to their body, know what a no feels like, know what a yes feels like, and then it's so much fun because you have a living oracle. Like it's like you get to like that's fun. You get to play. You get to be oh my like, god, oh, it gets to I be so sushi? fun. Yeah. 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 Like do I want sushi for dinner? Or do I want tacos? Instead of being like, well, I ate you know carbs this morning, and, you know whatever you're like hold on body. What do you want? Like it becomes, you are become more part of your life instead of like life taking you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It also I've found that the more that I lean into it, the stronger it gets. And when the heart feeling or the gut feeling gets stronger, then I actually make better decisions because there's something that I don't know that's going to happen in the future, right? Everyone knows you don't actually know what's going to happen, but You know, call it woo-woo, but the universe, God, higher energy, like whatever it is, the fate, if you will, like is pushing you in some direction and your gut feeling is the thing that's saying, yes, 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 have faith in this. This feels good. Let's lean into it. And then it ends up panning out even better than you thought. Yep. Yep.
1: But it's it's hard to
0: tap into that, especially for people when you go back to you mentioning embodiment, like if you are not aware of the sensations in your body, or you're not present, you're not going to feel it.
1: Right. And that's why, you know, you said like, Oh my God, that's a lot of unraveling. And that's Mm -hmm. why I, 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 unless there's like an exception, I know someone's like worked, you know, whatever on on themselves for years. I usually, my (laughs) minimum usually is six months with people. Cause there's like a lot to, we have a lot to unwind and condition and all the things.
0: Yeah. So now that we went through like, right. Embodiment now self-confidence, like a big thing that people, especially us women, we're like, let's get really good at dating. Right. I want the man. I want the woman, whatever it is. But maybe I'm throwing you a curveball with this, but like, do you have a clear difference about what, what it, like the difference between sex, love, and intimacy? Cause I feel like they're similar. They're one and the same, but they are vastly different at the same time.
1: They are. And I think that, you know, I have to, how do I say this? Really look out for that with clients because sometimes I see them bleeding and, and I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up. So they may use one to get the other. Like, yeah. You know, so I, 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 as the coach, have to watch, like, oh, that's bleeding, that's bleeding into this, you, you know, so, yeah, I think there's a, they are in the same realm, and they're vastly different, and that's why, part of the reason with my business, you know, the degree I got, it you we could be called sex, love, and relationship coach, and I'm like, hold up, like, yes, but also that's so fucking broad you know yeah, what I mean like that I know it's yes of course like same vein but like there's so much to unpack in each of those categories oh, you yeah. know what I mean
0: yeah because we have
1: so much conditioning and so much duh, duh, duh. so much especially
0: as women who like we typically like we're part of the act of sex but we don't always get to experience the intimacy that makes us feel good whereas there like I don't want to get into the nitty-gritty of it but like when sex is done, it's usually like the man is done, right? And then you're kind of like, okay, I guess I'm good or like whatever it is, but to like fully experience intimacy. And that doesn't have to do sex. That could be just like having a really open and loving and like relationship with your spouse or significant other or partner. Like that in itself is an intimacy because you're letting them in on a vulnerability that you have and showing them and giving them your all. But yes, right. It can also lend itself into the realm of sex, but Totally. It's, it's sex is such a taboo topic too. Like now, I think people are becoming more aware of it, which is so awesome because both people in that relationship are benefiting, right? Yeah. But we we have such a
1: long way to go. <laughs> we have such know, a long it's way like, to go. Uh, but that's a great reminder for me because when I'm like, I hate when I have the moments where I'm like, I hate this. Why didn't I pick a normal job? It's like, girl, you gotta like. There's a lot of people that need like this is this is important stuff. Like you can't sleep on this.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: It's needed. Like this, com- like these conversations are needed more often.
0: Oh yeah. And our generation is definitely starting them. And I, but I feel like my brother's generation, the Gen Zers are like really like, you know, they're, they're not taking no for an answer and they're not settling on some of this shit. Like, yep. why can't I have sex, love and intimacy in this relationship? Why do I have to sacrifice one for the other? It doesn't have to be like that.
1: Right. Right. Which is holly Like, we'll take that. You know what I mean? Like what? That's amazing. And I'm very, I know it's funny too. Like that is taboo and the money thing is taboo. Yeah. And so I'm glad we're like slowly starting to scratch some of these conversations.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're moving, we're moving in a good direction. I hope, yes. I, hope. I mean, I don't know about the world, but you know, happy Day, I guess. But- yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just out of curiosity, I know you mentioned before that you're working with the client, but what is a win that a client had after working with you? Like that Ooh, so this person is like Erica is the shit, like she changed my life. Like, and then if so, how? Like, what did they change? And how, you
1: know, what did you yeah. inspire
0: them to and, and act on?
1: That's what's so funny. You know, my my one a lot of people sign up and they're like, What is this? Like, this is so abstract. And yet they're like this changed my life, you know. So it's it's so fu- it's so funny to talk about because it's like again, it's not a product. It's not like it's it's. Yeah. Um. I feel very blessed though that I, more often than not, deliver, and I make sure that I deliver. You know and. That's not like delivering in like a hustling sense, but like holding really good space for people, asking really good questions, you know, like making sure that they feel like they get what they need. And I guess some examples are, you've changed my life. You, you know, I feel more confident. I've never loved myself like this before. I'm taking my power back. I'm not as angry. I know how to move through my emotions. Trying to think of other stuff. You know, I, I worked with a woman that was in her seventies and she's like super into the woo woo world and she's works on herself and we found deep in just like a few weeks found deep trauma and deep stories and she's like oh my god this is why I never dated you know like so just everyone's different but I really am obsessed with making sure people get good shit at the end just because I'm a perfectionist but but and I also want them to I want you know they're investing in themselves so I want them to make sure like I want them to leave with a big Change, mm-hmm. and of course they have to meet me halfway. Like I can only, you know, what's the saying? Like bring the horse to the water. To water, like, but you like, can't make him drink it. I and love that saying. It's one it's, of my favorites. It's frustrating as a quote coach because you're like, I am here, you know, like come on, I got you. And but most more often than not, people do meet me. But it's I feel blessed that that's my norm. Like I feel blessed that my it's not like once in a while people are like, thanks, you changed my life. Like I will humbly brag that that's con- the consistent. And that's what, you know, makes me want to do it more and more, you know? That's awesome.
0: And I'm sure you probably grow as a result too, right? Because you have to, you know, embrace different strategies and you're just opening up yourself to different situations, which obviously if you're more aware about certain things, you can approach future people. So, you know, it's a win-win for everyone, really. It's such a, and
1: again, like, A, you got to walk your walk and talk your talk. Yeah. So it just calls you on your shit every day. And be like you said, pretend someone I'm working, pretend in in an area. And it's something a little bit off my, what I know I have to go then go research and learn it. And like, you know, it's, it's always challenging me and pushing me in ways that are for expansion, which is great. And in perfect timing. Yes, totally. Totally.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) I love that you're doing this. It's so you too. And I also, it's hilarious because you always like, if there could be a tagline for you, it'd be like, I'm obsessed. Like that's the, that's the one thing I know you for is like, I'm obsessed. I'm like, that's Erica. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, obsessed just, with amazing. Man. I'm obsessed with your, you know, I'm obsessed on your journey, like with your
1: journey, <laughs> you know. That's so, I was just gonna say, I'm obsessed. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you are. That's true. That's so funny. Oh my God. That's amazing. I want to take that. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs>
0: So to wrap this conversation up, so fruitful and so awesome, this is great. If you could give your, you know, advice to your younger
1: self, what would that be? Ooh, great question. Oh, so many things that I think let's boil it down to the simple, like you're worthy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I could go into like, you're my, like whatever, like it'll get better. Or like, yes, sure, sure. But like, I think like, let's boil it down to as simple as you're worthy.
0: Yeah. I think especially us women, well, even men too, really anyone, when you discover your worth and you actually acknowledge that I'm worthy of the job, I'm worthy of the relationship, of the money, of the mental stability, of whatever it is, like Mm -hmm. it makes life so much more pleasurable. Like you just enjoy things and like, you know,
1: you don't feel guilty for the wins in life or anything like that. Yeah. And I think that's why it's like it's simple. It doesn't sound super glamorous, but like it's the main message. And like you said, like if you feel worthy, you feel worthy to receive money. If you feel worthy, you feel confident. If you feel worth, you know, so it's like it kind of boils it all down. And then it's like branches can, you know, grow from there.
0: Yeah. That's a great analogy, too. Yeah. It's we're all trees, I guess, in a yeah. sense. I'm just like <laughs> a really, really tiny little shrub <laughs> in the front yard, right, all four
1: feet of me. <laughs> I'm looking over and I'm like, I'm obsessed. I love your, I love your branches. (laughs) Erica,
0: this has been so awesome. I'm so, you know, happy we got to get more in depth about your business. And obviously like, I love you and you're awesome and such good vibes. So um, I hope you had as much fun as I did. I did. This
1: was great. I'm, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) She's obsessed. I love it. (laughs) Thanks, Erica. Thank you.